Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Killed two teenage girls in our area earlier this year. On Wall Street, the Dow picked up 10. The Nasdaq lost 21. The S&P down 1. WTOP at 7 o'clock. Armored age to fight Russia. The United States will be sending 31 Abram tanks to Ukraine. Tornado cleanup near Houston, Texas. We're very blessed that no one got hurt. Half Moon Bay shooting suspect arraigned. Faces seven counts of first-degree murder. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. To help fend off attacks by Russia, President Biden says the U.S. and European countries will send tanks to Ukraine. Helping Ukraine defend and protect Ukrainian land. It is not an offensive threat to Russia. I'm Stephen Portnoy. The move is a reversal. The Pentagon previously argued that M1 Abrams tanks would be too difficult for the Ukrainians to operate and maintain. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby notes the Abrams tanks run on jet fuel. We've got to make sure that that pipeline, literally and figuratively, is is available to Ukraine. But Kirby says when the tanks and other armored vehicles from the U.S. and its European allies are in place, they'll make a difference. Armored vehicles are, are important. You know, you... Uh, you don't go after a crocodile with a corn stalk. Meta says after a two-year ban following the January 6th insurrection, former President Trump's Facebook and Instagram accounts will be active once again. Rainstorms, some that could be severe, stretch from the Florida panhandle up to Virginia. Damage to homes, businesses, and power lines are reported in portions of Texas after some 14 reported tornadoes yesterday. Mayor Jerry Mouton in hard-hit Deer Park. It's going to be very vital that uh, everyone in the Deer Park area stays off of the road, especially in the areas where we know we've got down power lines. The Midwest is getting snow, which some areas haven't seen a lot of this winter. Warsaw, Indiana is seeing the most snowfall since Christmas. Winters are a lot different than they used to be. It seems like they're more mild now, so it's kind of nice to see a little bit of snow. A first court appearance for the man accused of shooting eight co-workers in Half Moon Bay, California, killing seven of the them. The hearing was brief. The 66-year-old suspect, Jun Li Zhao, facing seven counts of first-degree murder, used a Mandarin interpreter to communicate with the court. No plea was entered. He will remain held without bail. San Mateo County District Attorney Steve Wagstaff. We want to make sure that this man gets a fair trial, that the victim's families get justice through a fair trial. Meanwhile, in Southern California, in Monterey Park, the investigation continues following the killing of 11 during a Lunar New Year's celebration. Vice President Harris is set to visit the site. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. A Secret Service analysis finds nearly three-quarters of assailants use guns to carry out mass casualty attacks between 2016 and 2020. Nearly one-quarter shared final communications in the run-up to launching them. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 10 points. NASDAQ fell 21. Now this. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 703 here on WTOP, Wednesday evening, January 25th, 2023. Gaithersburg is at 43 degrees, down to about 40 overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
breaking news on WTOP. The superintendents of Newport News, Virginia Public Schools, where that six-year-old boy shot and wounded his teacher, will be leaving. Superintendent George Parker III expected to step away February 1st. He had said no weapon was found when a tip prompted a search of the boy's backpack earlier that day. The teacher who was shot by the child is now filing suit against the school district. Lawyers for Abigail's Werner say multiple warnings about the boy were ignored. In filing suit against the Newport News School Board, attorney Diane Toscano described Rich Neck Elementary School teacher Abigail Werner as the best of us. Who endured the unthinkable, being shot purposely by a six-year-old student in front of her first grade class while teaching. Toscano says the 25-year-old teacher has serious injuries after being shot through the hand and in her chest. Something that could have been prevented, according to the suit, which alleges staff warned school administrators three times on the day of the shooting that the six-year-old boy could be armed. But the administration could not be bothered. Police say they were unaware of any staff warnings that day. The school superintendent says he knew of one concern brought to an administrator. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. A little more than a year ago, when a student at Magruder High School shot and wounded a classmate in a bathroom at the school... Well, since then, Montgomery County Public Schools have been assessing the response that day. They're now releasing more details about lessons learned. The school system says after talking to more witnesses, it's adding to its after-action report over the shooting committed by 18-year-old Stephen Alston Jr. And one big takeaway is that in the future, there needs to be a strong incident command structure at these sorts of events since there appeared to be some confusion that day among staff and others about who was in charge. And on that day, there were apparently cases of teachers not following lockdown protocols by leaving their classroom and even the teacher with the shooter unknowingly in their classroom, mistakenly dismissing the class when the bell rang. Also looking back, better communication could have resulted in the lockdown being lifted earlier, the report said. The school system also saying it's taken steps to address cell phone connectivity since reception issues forced staff to relay 911 dispatcher information over walkie-talkies to those helping the wounded student. Alston Jr. is serving more than 20 years in prison for the shooting. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. We've got an update now on a deadly crash involving two teen girls in Fairfax County from earlier in the month. Police say their investigation has discovered the Lexus that was involved was moving at more than 100 miles an hour at the time of that crash. Detectives also believe the car was airborne for about 130 feet. 16-year-old Ariana Halfstaver and Ashlyn Brodermarkle were killed. A third passenger in the back seat remains in the hospital tonight. The crash happened on January 10th on Lee Chapel Road in Fairfax Station. The section of roadway where the crash happened is known for being especially dangerous. The Fairfax County Board of Supervisors is telling transportation staff to develop a cost estimate for widening the two-lane road to four lanes, as well as removing hills that cut down on visibility for about a mile. That's between 123 and Fairfax County Parkway. The road has been the site of deadly crashes since at least 2005. 706. Maryland lawmakers are considering changes to school zone speed limits in the meantime that could save you some money. Right now here in Maryland, the radius of a school zone and a speed camera for that school zone is half a mile. A new bill being considered would reduce the school zone to one-tenth of a mile. The bill by Baltimore County State Senator Charles Sidner would likely reduce the number of speed camera tickets and citations issued by officers. Besides less revenue, it would also cost counties to relocate existing cameras and tweak the infrastructure around current school zones. In Bethesda, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. A warning for you to stay away from inaki mushrooms from China. The Maryland Department of Health says they're 
there is potential contamination with listeria bacteria. These particular mushrooms were sold in 7-ounce clear past, uh, plastic packages with a brown and green label. You can see exactly what the mushroom packages look like and read more about this at WTOP.com. Search mushrooms. Coming up after traffic and weather, not long ago, former President Trump got his Twitter account back. Now, his Facebook and Instagram accounts are in the process of being returned as well. We'll talk about what all this means with Axios just ahead on WTOP. This is National Passenger Safety Week, when we remind all passengers to speak up if in a vehicle being driven unsafely. Is the driver impaired, texting or speeding? Are they driving aggressively by tailgating or jumping from lane to lane? Passengers should have the courage to intervene and speak up. It can save your life and the lives of others in the car and on the road. Visit nationalpassengersafety.org. A message from the National Road Safety Foundation, and we save lives. 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Going to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, new crash on 95 southbound after exit 163 Lorton in the main lanes. That is along the left side of the roadway. And officials just, maybe just arriving on the scene of this crash. Uh, at least three vehicles involved. Southbound 95 after Lorton in the main lanes. On the outer loop of the Beltway, after 236 and before Braddock Road, still working on the crash. The left lane is blocked in the main lanes. Right lane in the express lanes. Uh, actually, just getting by on the left shoulder of the express lanes. They got some of it to the shoulder. There's a tow truck on the scene for the last vehicle. Should be gone shortly. Meanwhile, traffic on the Beltway in Maryland is running pretty well for the most part, despite the rain. Route 4 is completely open at the Thomas Johnson Bridge. And uh, 5 and 301 in Brandywine Crossing, that crash is completely gone near Shortcut Road. All open there. Things are in great shape on the Maryland side on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Uh, I believe the earlier incidents that we had on the BW Parkway, uh, those have cleared away. The one near Fort Meade, the other in Greenbelt. And in Maryland on Good Hope Road at Briggs-Cheney, there is a crash there. So be alert for that one as well. Akakeek Road has been closed both ways near Berry Road because of a crash that brought down a power pole. Don't miss West 2023. Current and future challenges of the sea services are discussed through networking and exploration of the latest platforms and technologies for operational success. Learn more at westconference.org. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper this evening. As we head into the late evening and overnight hours, temperatures will be in the 30s and low 40s. An isolated shower is possible, but most of us are dry with mostly cloudy skies. Tomorrow, I'm tracking gusty winds in the forecast. Wind gusts up to 35, even 40 miles an hour. So with highs near 50, we'll have wind chills in the 30s and low 40s with a mix of clouds and sun. More sun on Friday and lighter winds and nice finish to the work week with highs in the mid to upper 40s. Over the weekend, a sun-filled Saturday with highs around 50. In fact, to date, we are currently the fifth warmest January on record. On Sunday, clouds increase throughout the day with the chance for some rain by the evening hours. Rain is likely overnight. Highs around 50 again. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. A lot of the heaviest rain has pushed away from the immediate D.C. area and is hitting most of Maryland's eastern shore and most of Delaware. But right around the Beltway, still D.C., Silver Spring, Alexandria, and Manassas, just to name a few spots, still getting some rain tonight that is pushing to the northeast. Our temperatures at the wharf in D.C., 46. Also at National Harbor, 46 degrees. Sterling at 41. Some parts of our area could be down to the upper 30s late tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on...
on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 7-Eleven here on WTOP. This is new tonight. Former President Trump is getting back his personal Facebook and Instagram accounts after a two-year suspension following the January 6th Capitol insurrection. Parent company Meta says in a blog post tonight it is adding new guardrails to ensure there are no repeat offenders who violate its rules. The former president was suspended on January 7th, a day after the deadly 2021 insurrection at the Capitol. Other social media companies also kicked him off their platforms, though he was recently reinstated on Twitter after Elon Musk took over that company. Let's take you live tonight to Axios tech reporter Ashley Gold for some analysis and some more reporting. Ashley, thank you so much. What more can you tell us about this decision by Meta in the coming weeks to allow Donald Trump back on Facebook and Instagram? So what I can tell you is that this is something that all of us that have been tracking this have been uh, closely waiting for, especially um, it's been, you know, just over two years since the January 6th insurrection. And we're coming up on the 2024 campaign season, which will really start in earnest this summer. Um, crazy to think about. And, you know, whether Donald Trump is going to be back on sort of his biggest social platform that uh, connects him most with his supporters and that he makes a lot of money advertising on, that's been a huge question. So this is the start of, you know, possibly the public hearing a lot more from Donald Trump again. And, I'm sure that Meta is already under a ton of criticism um, from folks who thinks this this is the wrong decision. But um, if you're if you've been following Facebook closely the past couple of years, it's not all that surprising. Is this a monetary decision by the company by Meta? I think they would never tell you on its face that it's a monetary decision, but it's it's definitely a fact that Donald Trump um, and his campaigns um, and his related campaigns run a lot of ads and they make a lot of money off of them. So it certainly doesn't hurt. Is this decision being made by somebody other than Mark Zuckerberg? I mean, Zuckerberg may sign off ultimately, but is there another person in charge who may take the heat off the boss, so to speak? Yeah, so that person is Nick Clegg, who's Meta's president of global affairs. He's a former member of parliament in the UK. He's quite uh, slick with media and politicians. He kind of knows what he's doing. And he's really the face of this. Like, he's who is doing interviews on this. And it seems like they're putting this on his shoulders, though, ultimately things do come down to Zuckerberg. Now, as you outlined, uh, the former president announced his new White House campaign some time ago. Then he largely went quiet, but now he is expected to hit the road more, really crank up that campaign. He's essentially getting back all his old social media channels. Uh, from those you speak with, is there a, a larger meaning here in how all of this is coming together? I, I guess I could have saved a lot of words there and just said it all seems to be coming together perfectly for this Trump campaign. It is, but, you know, he has to be careful. Um, it, it's a delicate balance here. There's a lot of Republicans who are kind of wary of him, and they, they blame him for um, ultimately not doing as well in the midterms as they were expecting. So I actually haven't heard from any Republican politicians yet tonight after the decision praising it or anything. Um, so I'm sure Trump really wants to take the mic on social media again, be posting a lot on Twitter and on Facebook, but there's a certain wary this there. I mean, Elon Musk um, reinstated Trump's Twitter account and he hasn't tweeted from it. So I think that his camp is sort of deciding what to do with their new, you know, positioning in social again, and they haven't quite decided what their, 
you know, move is going to be. It's it's fascinating to watch. Uh, I'm sure we'll be uh, speaking again soon. Thank you, Ashley, for the update tonight. Absolutely. Thank you. Ashley Bye. Gold, she's Axios Tech reporter. We're learning, although it may not happen immediately tonight, that Donald Trump is getting back his Facebook and Instagram accounts, and we will be watching closely. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now 7.15, we're going to Rob Woodford. All right, we're going to College Park. It's ball night, full slate of college basketball all around the DMV underway. And uh, over at Xfinity Center, Maryland hosting Wisconsin, trying for a 10th home victory of the season in the first half early on. The Terps in front, 18-17, to 17, off to a hot shooting start. Actually, both teams are, as the uh, Terps shooting 61%. The Badgers knocking down 7 of 10 for 70% of uh, their buckets early on. George Washington, among the other uh, games on the local docket over at the Smith Center, the Colonials off to a 20-7 to run to start against St. Joe's uh, in the early going. VCU uh, leading George Mason 12-7. to That one also in the early going. And uh, American trying to fend off a little bit of a uh, challenge here from Army early on. They're down 21-16 to are the Eagles as they try to uh, stop that uh, four-game losing streak. Uh, Navy off to a rough start at Bucknell in 11-4 run for the Bison to uh, start that game. Again, Navy trying to uh, get out of a bit of a slump. The uh, Richmond, uh, 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 VCU, and uh, George Mason again as we update that one. That's uh, still 12-7, actually. The Wizards' second leg of their five-game road trip tips off in Houston at the top of the hour. The Wiz uh, winners of four straights thanks to last night's thrilling win in Dallas. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. 7 to 17, there is a new addition tonight to one of the more popular displays at the Smithsonian's American History Museum. The dresses worn by Jill Biden during President Biden's inauguration have been added to the wing that celebrates First Ladies. The dresses themselves are stylish and formal, or as any guy would tell their wife, yeah, they look good, but what's on display too is... Matching masks. First Lady Jill Biden wore them too. They're just pieces of small cloth. The pandemic was less than a year old at the time, and vaccines weren't widely available. They represent the enormity of what we all face. Biden chose New York's Alexandra O'Neill to design her attire. O'Neill was just 34 at the time. Because young people showed up and voted for Joe in historic numbers. Standing next to her dress, displayed on the third floor now, O'Neill says... It's mind-blowing. At the American <laughs> History Museum. Of course. John Dome in WTOP News. The top stories we're following for you this hour. Donald Trump is allowed to return to Facebook and Instagram and was earlier given permission to tweet again. After a lot of back and forth, what is President Biden's decision on sending sophisticated American battle tanks to Ukraine? And how that teacher shot by one of her six-year-old students in Newport News is now responding to the attack. Plus, breaking news tonight about the school district's superintendent. It's all ahead on WTOP. 718 traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we're getting back to Bob in the traffic center. A lot of responders now arriving on the scene of the crash on 95 southbound just after exit 163 Lorton. And traffic does squeeze by slowly to the right of the main lanes. Express lanes get by without delay. So some delays now headed south from Newington into Lorton with the crash on the left side. Outer loop of the Beltway after Little River Turnpike. Uh, most of the crash has been moved to the right shoulder. VDOT picking up their cones on the left side of the roadway still. And uh, traffic is running pretty well for the most part on 66. Not a whole lot going on there at all. Maryland Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties without delay. 
on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. All quiet in this very rainy night. 270 also running without delay, as does 50 getting out to the Bay Bridge. Had a couple of closures, though, on Akakeek Road at Barry Road. That was still stopped because of a crash and a down pole. Traffic was not getting by there at all. And on Good Hope Road... At Bridge Cheney did have a crash there a while ago, still uh, being worked on. Should be getting by there under police direction, though. Super Saturday, the Super Saturday mattress deals at Ashley. Take 20% off select Ashley King and Queen Power bases. Super Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Visit home stores online for the Ashley store nearest you. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Today's rain coming to an end across the entire area with the storm system off to the east and mostly cloudy skies. Lows tonight in the mid-30s to low 40s. A blustery Thursday with gusts up to 30, even close to 40 miles an hour at times. So despite highs near 50, about 5 degrees above normal, we'll have wind chills in the 30s and low 40s. Mostly sunny on Friday with lighter winds and highs in the 40s. We warm to around 50 on a sunny Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Rain still pushing from southwest to northeast across the WTOP listening area. Very generally speaking, right around D.C. and the Beltway, there is some rain, but it's much heavier south of Richmond and much heavier east of the Chesapeake Bay along Maryland's eastern shore. So I hope that makes sense. Much heavier south and east of town, but still getting plenty of showers uh, on your windshield tonight as you drive right around the metro area. And these systems all pushing to the northeast, eventually getting out of here. Tyson's is at 46. Potomac, 44. L'Enfant Plaza, 46 degrees. Cooling down to the upper 30s late tonight. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. 721 here on WTOP. Still ahead, we'll tell you about the, I suppose, fascinating story of a stolen gorilla statue in our area. Who took it? Stay with us. Because of the new car shortage, car buyers are paying over sticker price for new cars. Not if Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. We still post our no-haggle, no-hassle price on the windshield of every new Subaru and Subaru-certified pre-owned in Fitzway used car. And many are discounted below sticker. Our price transparency will earn your trust. That's the Fitzway. Call 888-FITZMALL and get all the facts. Transparency and trust. That's the Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. Life doesn't stop when the economy is uncertain. The market might not care you have a wedding to plan or a kid to put through school. And inflation doesn't know you've got a family to feed. But Bank of America does and is here to help. With digital tools to help you save and local experts in the DMV, you can keep life moving forward the way you need it to. Bank of America, what would you like the power to do? Learn more at bofa.com slash Washington, D.C. Bank of America N.A. Member FDIC Equal Credit Opportunity Lender. It's great to have your company tonight at 722. Over 70% of federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored, impacting agency leaders' ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation. Cloudera Government Solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from any source to any destination, turning your siloed data into strategic assets. Cloudera harnesses modern data architectures to improve visibility and speed analysis with built-in security and governance. Visit cloudera.com slash public sector for details. Hi, I'm Katie from Long Roofing. Winter is here and your roof might not be ready for the season. Snow, ice, and high winds can do serious damage to your home. A long roof will protect your most valuable investment for decades to come. Right now, no payments and no interest until 2024, plus $1,500 off your new roof. Schedule your free estimate today, and you'll see we do roof replacement the right way, the long way.
is WTOP News. 723. Last year, a man was gunned down in D.C. while holding a baby. Now the man convicted in that killing has learned his sentence. Not only was Cedric Miller holding an infant in a car seat, he was also holding the hand of a five-year-old when he suffered 11 gunshot wounds. The children were not hurt. Jarrell Harris has now been sentenced to 13 years in prison for the attack. He was convicted of voluntary manslaughter while armed. At the time, the police commander assigned to the Langdon neighborhood, William Fitzgerald, called it one of the most horrible things in several years in the 5th District. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. The search is on this evening for the person who stole a gorilla statue from a store in Kensington. It happened earlier this month at Design Emporium Antiques on Howard Avenue. Montgomery County Police say a man showed up around 3 a.m. in an older model Chevrolet Colorado Z71. Officers say he cut the cable holding the statue in place put it on his truck and drove off. Montgomery County Police are offering a $10,000 reward for information that leads to an arrest. See video of the gorilla statue being stolen at WTOP.com. Important locations from the Jim Crow era may soon be marked by new road signs across Virginia, as WTOP's Nick Ionelli reports. The Green Book was a way for individuals to be able to find safe places to stay during Jim Crow. Virginia Delegate Mike Mullen explaining his bill that calls for historical signs across the state, marking sites from the Green Book. Those were sites that were said to be safe for black Americans to visit. The bill passed in the House of Delegates and now moves to the state Senate. Julie Langen heads the Virginia Department of Historic Resources. We will be working as we have been to try to get a complete inventory of all of those sites to determine which are still standing, which are not. Virginia has more than 300 Green Book sites. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Pope Francis is offering some of his strongest support for the LGBTQ community to date by declaring in a new interview that homosexuality is not a crime. From the start of his papacy, Pope Francis has been viewed as less stringent in his views on homosexuality. His latest comments came in an interview with the Associated Press. The Pope says being gay isn't a crime. At the same time, he said he still considers homosexuality a sin, but there is a difference. The Pope said gay people should be treated with dignity and respect. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Money News 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow turned a 400-point morning loss into a 10-point gain by the close. CreditCards.com says 40% of consumers with current credit card balances will need at least a year to pay it off. 29%, five years or more. Gold's Gym will open a new gym at Georgetown Park. Washington Sports Club closed its Georgetown Park location in 2020. San Francisco-based Phil's Coffee is closing its last D.C. area location next month, eight years after expanding aggressively here. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Australia is down about half a percent, the ASX 200 tonight. Tokyo stocks up a quarter percent. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Hey, Prime members, save big at Whole Foods Market. Get five large Haas avocados from Mexico for just four fifty through January 31st while supplies last. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Once again tonight, a number of developing stories, including whether Donald Trump will soon be back on Facebook and Instagram, the future of the school superintendent in Newport News, Virginia, the school district where recently a six-year-old shot his teacher. Also ahead. California mass shootings, different than terrorism, but similar. I'm J.J. Green. All that ahead at 727. Oh, hello. Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend, Optima Health. With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, Optima 